back to the Creative Process Podcast with myself, Jared Klein. Thank you for coming to episode 19. It's always nice to um, get some feedback and hear from the consistent viewers of the podcast. It's awesome. Thank you for coming out today to take time to kind of listen to this on your drive to work or whenever you are listening to this. So obviously we have a guest on today. Gerbs, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing fantastic. Um, first off, thank you for taking the time today. I know we adjusted a little bit so we can watch some football today. Um, but uh, but yeah, thank you for taking the time on, you know, I don't really know if it was short notice, probably a week, week and a half in advance, but um, I hope it didn't affect anything too much. <laughs> no, no, not at all. No, it was uh, it was cool. Like I said, uh, like we talked about earlier, like it's my first podcast. No one's ever... Uh, no one's ever asked me to be on a podcast, so I was uh, I was honored. I appreciate it. Awesome. Well, yeah, no problem, man. I always like I always like actually actually hearing that it's people's first. Um, it's always like a it's always a good experience because you never really know. Like I, I like it because it's our first interaction face to face, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we connected on Twitter a little bit, but it's our first face to face conversation. But it's always it's always nice to kind of see how people are, I guess on the mic like on a hot mic and and getting having it recorded and everything it's it's very interesting but um but yeah so if you could introduce yourself to the people um and also to me um introduce yourself go as shallow or as deep as you want to and then we'll kind of jump into what we want to talk about today cool cool so yeah i'm uh i'm gerbs um my real name's christian uh but like i was uh talking to jared earlier about um the Gerbs nickname kind of came from my IRL friends um, anyways. So my best friends call me Gerbs. Um, it's even weird. Lately, I've been reconnecting with people from high school who just call me Christian. And it, it catches me off guard. I like almost it just it feels weird now. Um, that's that. I uh, I've been designing. Four years now, five years um got into it um my freshman year of college um I actually went in as a finance major interesting um I was gonna do like big data analysis type stuff um partied a little too hard um by a little too hard I mean it's about all I did (laughs) um (laughs) so um first year of college didn't really work out um ended up leaving that school um, and going to community college just to kind of wrap up, um, switch majors, obviously finish up basics and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of been, it's been a long, um, I don't know how far I can go with like words, but it's been a pain in the ass. Yeah, you're good. Um, you're good. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, um, <you're> good. <laughs> I mean, I graduated in high school in 18, uh, it's 2022. I still probably have two and a half years of college just because of, you know, leaving that one school, going to community college, uh, going back to that school, that school not taking any of my graphic design classes from community college. Um, so it's been a fun time. I'm on my third college now. <laughs> uh, I'm doing online uh, at Arizona State uh, just while I work and mm-hmm. do everything. So it's a, it's a juggling act for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, like most of us, I started out um doing esports not not even really esports at that point it was you know call of duty twitter designs Mm -hmm. making headers and uh, profile pictures for people which thank god i don't have to do that anymore um 
not anything against people who love doing that stuff, but it was not, not for me. You know, I'm thankful it gave me my start, but it was not for me at all. Um, Then I kind of moved really my first big step um, while I was still in teams and stuff was product design. Um, I got really into deep into like, you know, customizing mouses, headsets um, and team liveries and stuff. That was kind of really my, my big start into where I am now. Um, But it was, I want to say it was a long journey because it felt really long for me. But at the same time, you know, some people, I got really lucky. Um, You know, I worked my ass off for, uh, I want to say January of 2021 was when I joined the comm making Twitter headers. And now I'm an apparel designer for, you know, one of the biggest orgs in America. So Mm -hmm. it's been a, been a crazy journey. To say the least. That's always it's always cool to hear people like how they got into the the industry or whatever industry they're in and how they got in and where they compare that to where they are now. It's it's really cool. Like it's so many different so many different walks of progression. It's really interesting to hear. Yeah, it's it's definitely been uh it's been a trip. Um that's you know, it it feels like I'm I work all the time, but at the same time it feels like my days just kind of disappear um half the time i don't know what day it is just <laughs> you know i know when my weekends are but if you ask me in the middle of the week i have no clue it's it's just another day um i do the same thing every day my boss texts me every morning at the same time um I just work you know mm-hmm. not where i want to be yet so mm-hmm. i don't know that i'll ever be where i want to be <laughs> yeah that's that's the truth isn't it i mean do you love i mean I, my guess is that you love what you're doing now, right? I do. I do. I do. Um, it's, you know, like any job, it has its moments. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> more so just overwhelming, you know, not not that I don't like any part of it or anything like that. It's just sometimes it gets to the point where I'm like, I, I'm getting hit from so many different directions, um, especially now. Um, like I join, I was an intern as an apparel designer. That was, you know, that was the only thing I was doing. Um, they brought me on cause they saw one of my portfolio projects. Um, and that was really cool. Um, but then obviously I couldn't, I couldn't post apparel stuff anymore. Um, cause I can't do stuff for other teams. Um, and I obviously can't post what we're working on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started doing socials, not, not really started, but I, I that was my main focus outside of work was doing socials and game day and esports designs for optic and just as you know practice practicing motion practicing layouts everything like that mm-hmm. um and then eventually they saw that and they were like yeah we're gonna need you to stop posting those two because we need you to do them for us um so now I kind of um besides besides 3d which is something I really want to learn I just do not have the time um, I've kind of become a jack of all trades. Mm-hmm. Um, really, anytime anyone needs something last minute, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, uh, I'm the one they come to right now. Yeah, so I was going to ask about that. I mean, since you've kind of been talking, I know maybe some things are a little restricted to talk about. But I guess when it comes to your job, a lot of people, um, at least – people that are getting into esports, they see apparel designer and it's like, Oh, you probably just make t-shirt designs. Oh, so 
Exactly. I feel like that was going to be your reaction. If you could yeah. just talk about, obviously, to the extent that you can talk about what you do yeah, on like a day to day, just to give people the understanding. So, on a day to day, obviously, there is T-shirt designs mm-hmm. being made. You know, it's just a part of what we do. Um, it is not my specialty. I, uh, I've made some really, really dope T-shirt designs in the past. Um, and I get a good one out here and there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, but that is probably one of the most frustrating sides of my job. Um, you would think the more complicated stuff would be, but just having to have an unlimited supply of, you know, t-shirt designs, um, at all times. Uh, my boss is also one of those people where it's, you know, we'd rather do more now so that we don't have to do more later. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so like the stuff we're working on now, you know, I have 10 to 30 versions of every single item that we're working on at any given moment. Um, you know, different colorways, different changes, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, and the same thing comes with, you know, graphics. Like when we need to do a graphic tee, like my illustrator is, you know, I use every inch of not only that canvas, my favorite thing about illustrators that you can just throw shit all over the place everywhere mm-hmm. <laughs> um so yeah i mean i we i have an insane amount of stuff that will never see the light of day just because of you know the sheer amount that we do just to stay ahead you know mm-hmm. not have to rewind and do stuff again that type of thing mm-hmm. um in terms of the the non-t-shirt stuff um you know a lot of it comes down to just uh, finding inspo in other places, you know, looking at other streetwear brands, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a long process. I mean, <clears throat> we were we were kind of behind when I started, um, but like now I'm now I'm working on stuff for next fall, you know, just because of how how far ahead this process is. Um, typically, we're six to eight months. Uh, that's where you want to be, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, on the low end, like three to four, but even that that's pushing it sometimes. But uh, I mean, a lot goes into that stuff. I mean, you have to have um, like your basic, basically two dimensional mock-ups. So just your illustrator type um, flat depiction. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and that's where it starts. You know, we kind of get that, we get it approved, we get the changes made, stuff like that. Then um, we make the real versions. Um, most of the time, sometimes, it's not really necessary, um, but that's where I come in because that's kind of where I specialize is, you know, making realistic mock-ups of, you know, shit that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Um, With, like, the stitching and making sure it's all Exactly, kinda... yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was that was something I was really proud of when I started doing apparel is – and I, I tried to do it when I did everything, and I like to think that it helped me get where I'm headed now mm-hmm. is I feel like – and I feel like 75% of esports work, regardless of whether it's uh, socials, graphics, apparel, whatever, it's all a little derivative. Um, and not that that's a bad thing, but I, I've never been one to like, oh, I'm going to do the exact same thing as these people and have more success than them. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's not a thing. And I feel like people can't or won't grasp that. Um. And so that was like when I was doing apparel, I was like, okay, I made this apparel design. 
somebody else made this apparel design. What can I do to this one to make it not better, but, you know, down to the details? Like, I didn't throw a graphic on a mock-up. This is a product that I made. Um, and a big part of that was I quit telling people that I made it. You know, I would just post it as a product. Mm-hmm. Um, and I considered it a success if no one was like, oh, that's obviously a mock-up. You know, mm-hmm. I just, my my specialty is getting these things as photorealistic as possible. Um, and that comes in handy, especially like now. Um, I don't know if you saw like the Team Summertime merch announcement um, from a few days ago, but they're doing an event. Um, and none of those photos are actual photos of the merchandise. <laughs> we uh, we did not get those samples in time. So all of those, I mean, tags, labels, everything, um, you know, that's as they're as close as they're getting to us taking photos of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's just a lot of steps to apparel. I mean, you have those first two making the realistic mocks. Then you have to what are called um, for the cut and sew stuff, which is like your non like T-shirt graphics and stuff. Um, you do what's called tech packs, um, which are, I mean, they're basically charts of like, this goes here, this goes here, this is what this is made of, here's your mock-ups, you know, we're using this color of thread, mm-hmm. here's all of your Pantone colors. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and those were terrifying when I started. <laughs> um, now they've gotten a little easier, you know, like I have a template and everything, I just kind of throw stuff in there and... Mm-hmm it all it all works out my boss double checks everything um but yeah it's definitely been over the last six months it's been a learning experience you know just going from here's what i want to make i make it and then i post it on twitter and Mm -hmm. people either like it or they don't Mm -hmm. to here's what i made here's what i made again and again and again and again and then it goes in for approval and they're like yeah this is not it (laughs) and it just you know Mm -hmm poof disappears forever so Um, but yeah how important do you see like apparel to i mean obviously optic is like optic gaming you know it's it's yeah you know that's they're held on the pedestal of like the one of the upper echelon if not the upper echelon organization within esports so how important has apparel been i mean i know the planning and everything you said it's way out but like how how important has it been to the brand when it comes to brand building do you, um, do you think? Obviously, honestly, you can't really get super. Well, no, I don't. I don't think that really focuses on any that. of that. But um, for or for not just optic, optic or not just optic, like for yeah, I mean, I think there's two sides. I'd say for optic, um, I don't think it is a big, especially now. I don't think it's a big part of brand growth. Mm-hmm. Um from my position my goal is more so to take the fan base that you know obviously i didn't build you know these oh, yeah. people have built over the past what is it 15 16 years at this point mm-hmm. um and try to i guess the term would be like control the narrative you know like i want to get us out of this like black t-shirt you know, hat with a logo on it type phase. Mm-hmm. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that. I mean, every single brand needs those key, um, 
you know, fundamentals, mm-hmm. you know, like you need your base stuff, um, whether it's for people who are on a lower budget or people who just like want the simple stuff, um, you need it. But I feel like, you know, like I was talking about earlier, like a lot of that stuff is just so derivative of each other. You know, nobody wants the the 500th black t-shirt from your brand with a logo on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not, or I mean, not to say that it won't sell. Like that's, that's an issue I've been having. Um, I don't want to say like arguments with my peers about, but it's definitely gotten close where it's like, you know, I wish they would do more. And they're like, but it sells. Like I know, but this, if they were to do more, that would also sell. Mm-hmm. Like it's just because doing the bare minimum works doesn't mean you do the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. It's, and I, I think a lot of people in this com are kind of like that. Um, and I think that's the difference between like the people who, have more success than others mm-hmm. is you try to push the boundaries. Um, but yeah, I think, I think with optic, I'm really just trying to get our fan base into another direction. Um, Cause gamers are not the most fashionable people, fashionable people on the planet. It's just, it's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that I'm like, you know, fancy schmancy fashionable, but um, I'm definitely trying to make them a little uncomfortable just just so we we evolve as a community because mm-hmm. I, uh, I definitely that. think it it needs to happen <clears throat> for other brands um for other brands i think it can either help or it can be um a downfall for some people um you know i think 100 thieves i mean obviously 100 thieves had nate shot um so that's a big you know, it's it's Nate shot from the start, yeah. Um, but and then obviously they were the you know the hoodie org, um, <laughs> which people are definitely. It's been funny to me because like we've been dropping more merch lately, um, obviously just because Optic had a bunch of bullshit the past few years, you know, between owners and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're kind of back on our back on our bullshit. Um, but people have even been calling us like a, a merch org. And I was like, if y'all are calling us a merch org now, like wait till the rest of the year. Cause we're not stopping. <laughs> I haven't seen anything yet, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, I think, I don't know. I think it's a good thing to have for your brand, but I think there's a lot more factors that come before apparel. Mm-hmm. I feel um, like for like an amateur organization, I feel like apparel isn't super necessary. I feel like you have to develop reputation before you start to become like be, I yeah. I think before before apparel starts to become useful, you have to develop some identity or reputation within the industry because I mean, yeah, you want to come out with apparel so the people that are either in your organization or support your organization will wear it, but I think like I mean, obviously you're it's it's a business, right? If you're gonna come yeah. out with apparel and you don't have means of selling that apparel, right? Like to where you're not like with optic. I mean, shit, you come out with a collection, you know, people are gonna buy it because it's an yeah. established brand. It's <laughs> like like whether like you said, going back to what you said, whether you push the boundaries or not, optic it's gonna is, sell. It's gonna sell. But like if you're 
like just coming into the scene, you have a few couple, few handful of teams, and you know maybe they're mediocre at best. You know, yeah. apparel isn't something you should truly like. I don't want to say waste time on, but you know, go into thinking about to the extent of what you're doing. Oh yeah, no, not at all. Like there's, I don't, I just don't think yeah. it's worth it at that point. Like there's so many well, different and I mean, it's, of an organization that have to be focused on before apparel yeah. becomes useful. Yeah, I also think, I mean, it just it takes so many people, you know. Um, you know, you have me as a designer. You have my boss as a designer, um, who's also dealing with you know other stuff, dealing directly with hex stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, which. Thankfully, I, you know, just let me just make cool shit. Um, I, don't, I don't need to deal with the politics. Um, then we have, you know, an e-commerce manager who handles um, like the website, skew numbers, everything like that. Um, Steven's the best. Um, and then Rolando, who um, is kind of my, he was my boss, but for Envy. And then obviously we merged. Um. And so he kind of handles all the sourcing manufacturers dealing with, you know, trying to explain stuff to people in China and how we want it built, um, which again, God bless them. Cause I don't have to do it. Um, but yeah, I just, it, it takes, it takes an army. Um, and I don't think, I mean, we were just talking like hundred thieves, obviously hundred thieves was big. The second they came out. Like there was no there was no growth period for them. You maybe had like a little bit of a discovery period where people were like figuring out who they were and like who was running them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they had hundreds of thousands of followers the day they launched. Mm-hmm. Um, which not to say it's unfair, but I think it's an unfair comparison to like compare them to like other teams that are trying to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think really merch only. I think merch only comes into play when you're at this level. You know, or at least merch at this level, I think. But I think that's also why people have kind of fallen into this trap of like Sector 6 and all of these other um, apparel services. You know, they have these random designers that are doing the bare minimum um, and then they're taking like a huge percentage of the profits and stuff like that. Um, and I, I, I think they're a plague. <laughs> in the gaming community to be honest um but they work they work for smaller teams you know i'm not gonna lie i have a sector six jersey in my drawer right now um because i started on a sniping team last january um and so i think i think you know if you don't care about making money and it's just like i want our players to rock this for these smaller teams and mm-hmm. you know cool but unless you're you know at this five hundred thousand follower and above area it's i don't know that it's worth it or that it's going to do anything for you to do anything besides like here's our logo on a t-shirt you know it's just it's how it is Mm -hmm. and uh, i don't i don't know that it's a bad thing i mean from my perspective it's boring but at the same time like these people care more about winning championships than they do about selling merch Mm -hmm. but i think it's just it's a mindset, you know, people like us and hundred thieves want to be in the gaming world, but not in the gaming world. You know, we're focused on, you know, you can go on stock X and buy a hundred thieves merch right now. Yep. Like they're, they're in a different world now. 
Um, and I think that's kind of where we're trying to be as well. Um, and a lot of these gaming teams just don't don't care. See, I, I think I think Hundred Thieves, they're I think they're a good example at you know bridging that gap between gaming and because I think 100%. I think like I think there's a lot of organizations that want to be gaming gaming and streetwear. You know, that's like what the niche is now basically becoming. It's mm-hmm. not just focusing on developing an organization that's successful and winning championships. It's like, okay, we, yeah, we want to do that, but we also want to do streetwear stuff. But you know, it, it all start. I think it starts from the bottom from inception and where a hundred thieves did it really well. I mean, Nate shot came out with it, but like he was also posting personal stuff. Like his personal stuff was all about like, that's when he was posting a lot about shoe unboxings and i loved that that era of nate shot was so much fun like starting to dive and really molding his own personality around that Mm. and then just coming out with a organization that does that it was a pretty seamless transition because his following was already familiar okay this is hundred thieves what are they coming out with oh they're coming out with a apparel collection you know that nate shot helped curate and stuff you know so that's yeah that was kind of i feel like i feel like for optic to get into that sense, like to bridge that gap, I think there has to be some sort of transition from like, like something similar to that. Like I know, like I know like the main faces of optic are into streetwear, but they're not known for that to where when Nate shot was posting that content, people were coming to his channel to see an air force one. on Yeah. You know, I think, um, and I think we're getting into that. Um, you know, especially, um, I think Hector's getting really into that. Um, <clears throat> we've been doing a lot of stuff with the private necessities guys who are, um, they basically run like a flight club stadium goods type store here in Dallas. Okay. Um, we're actually doing an event with them at SneakerCon con um, next. Yeah. Next week. It's the same weekend as the TST event. Um, so we're doing like an optic X sneaker con couple of t-shirts and an event with them um so i definitely think at least the people who are paying attention to hector um it's kind of the same thing you know as that transition with nate where Mm -hmm. he was focused on streetwear and sneakers and stuff like that um but really i think and i don't know what our approach really is like i said i just make the stuff Mm -hmm. um but what we have coming out in the next couple of months is going to it's going to change things. At least in my head, it's going to change things, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, somehow, I don't know how we're up for apparel of the year at the eSports Awards. Because you're um, optic. Probably, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I, I mean, mean you know, like... not, not, that, not that what we've done is bad, but like when I, at least when I found out about that nomination, not when everybody else found out about that nomination, when I found out about that nomination, we had really only dropped like those chenille logo hoodies that everyone freaked out about mm-hmm. which they're cool but that was it you know that was the only thing we had dropped in a year um and so i can't see us i do have i have some cool shit coming out before esports awards um so maybe it'll change because i know it's a it's a panel vote now instead of that being a fan award um the panel actually is 75 percent of that vote um, so hopefully that stuff can come out in time. Um, but I really can't see us winning it this year. Next year, we're a lock. There's there's no way. 
you know, with what with what we have coming out, th- there's absolutely no way we don't win that award. It's just yeah, I, yeah. I think I think that's really because who I know Liquid was like super super highly touted to win that. They uh, don't they come out with like consistently pretty cool stuff. Liquid, they were. Was they that, were. Was, was that a couple years ago? Like that they. Were, like, uh, it was probably last year. Last year. Um, I mean, they're still coming out with a bunch of stuff. It's just not. It's not what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, not to. I mean, I will never hate on Liquid because Liquid inspired the collection that I did, that got me this job. So, mm-hmm. you know, props to them. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's always pretty much you know Liquid Hundred T Phase. Uh, G2, I think, is in there this year. Mm-hmm. Um, us. And then I think that's I think that's it, at least for this year. Um, FaZe has done some cool collabs this year. Um, I don't – I can't speak on, like, the quality of anything. I haven't touched any of it. Um, 100 Thieves, I think – I think they're doing what works for them. Um, I was really hyped on the 100 Thieves stuff when they first – brought everything out because they were doing custom cut and sew garments everything like that and then i think they've kind of just like oh this works you know we're just going to keep doing this um which is cool you know they have a couple of cool pieces here and there um where i'm like oh that's that's dope but for the most part they're they're doing what what sells Mm -hmm. and i can't as as much as it pains me because i know what i do every day um like I can't blame them for just doing what works. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I I would like to think that. I mean, the next few collections I have coming out are stuff that no one is no one has done. Mm-hmm. So it should be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so. One more thing on on like apparel and everything. Um, do you? I mean, we talked about this a little bit, but like for like that middle ground organization that like has already proven themselves how much emphasis do you think they should put on like obviously developing apparel but developing apparel to attract a fan base do you think that's a thing like within esports or is it just Uh, an add-on to the brand already i think there's a way to do it i just don't think anyone's done it yet okay um and not to any fault of their own i just I think a lot of people don't know how to do it. Um, not in the sense that people don't know how to design merch, mm-hmm. uh, but there's so much that goes into it. I mean, there's ways to learn. I mean, I have friends that do this shit all by themselves. Like I, I couldn't, I could not imagine, you know, having to design it, spec it, um, do measurements and everything, send it to a manufacturer in Thailand and try and explain everything to them like that, you know, I props to them. Like they will always be, I will always look up to them more than I like value what I do just because they do it by themselves and they, they did it by themselves. You know, they, they learned by themselves, Mm -hmm. Um, which a lot of us do as, you know, just in our work, like we learn from each other, we learn from ourselves. Um, But that stuff is just, thankfully, I, um, I don't know if you saw the the patchwork collection. I just had come out a couple Mm -hmm. of weeks ago for the call of duty league. Um, the day that company hit me up, I was going to try and figure that shit out for myself. I was like, I'm going to get this sweatshirt made 
you know, by myself. I'm going to find a manufacturer, whatever. And that morning I had a business meeting with them and they were like, yeah, we want to produce all of them and then pay you. I was like, sure. Okay. (laughs) Sick. (laughs) Works for me. Um, But yeah, these actually, uh, I don't have all of them yet, but. So you designed every single one of them? Yep. That's awesome. And these are, I mean, they're crazy, crazy heavy, crazy good quality. Um, All cut and sew paneling and everything? All cut and sew paneling. I want to say there's like 26 different panels um, on each hoodie. Um, And it was kind of a, you know, it's been, when was that meeting? Probably, I signed that contract before my internship started. So that was probably April. Is when I started working with them, and then they just got released. They should be getting shipped out in probably a month. Um, but yeah, that was a it was a trip and a half. If you don't, I mean, you, you may or may not. Just say if you can't answer this. So if you design something like that, with, I mean, my guess they outsource you as an apparel designer, so you can mm-hmm. you know do that. Do you get commission per every one sold? Um, that's not what the contract says, but technically, yes. Okay. Um, technically, I get I'm getting seven and a half percent of total revenue, I believe. Um, which essentially boils down to I want to say, and I don't know what costs are. We haven't we haven't had this conversation or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was doing the bat- math based on what I thought they would sell for and what I thought they could make them for, I was going to be making like five dollars a hoodie. Um. Which again, like, isn't crazy, but it was kind of something I had already made. Mm-hmm. I just kind of had to form it to each team. Um, and my hoodies were getting made. You know, like I don't care. That's true. You know, if I can make a few hundred bucks and get my hoodies made, and have other people wear my stuff, cool, man. I'm already working. Like I'm getting paid. I don't. I don't care. And I saw you were able to. Did you release that? Yeah, you did. You're able to release that on your portfolio, so that's good. That's yes, yeah. I don't know if I was allowed to, but I did. <laughs> they, uh, you know, I was putting it on there anyways, but mm-hmm. they didn't have a problem with it so far. So, so I heard some. Um, I don't want to say. I don't want to call it controversy, but it was one thing about the LA Thieves hoodie with Ugh. the Thieves word mark. Yeah, I don't know if you can talk on that, but I noticed I noticed it when I was talking to Isaac. I think we were off we were off camera, so I don't think we talked about it like where we were live. But um, in your tech pack here, and you're in the portfolio, it has the thieves, you know, the script, you know, and then yeah. scrolling down to the final product, it those cream panels were replaced with the LA uh-huh. logo. I don't know if you can talk on that at all, but I thought it was pretty interesting. Uh, I mean, was it like stop me, right? Was it like um, licensed he, with? Uh... I, I mean, okay. So here's the here's the deal. When those got announced, mm-hmm. everything had been approved. Okay. Let's just start there. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> when those were announced, when I teased them months ago, they were approved. Mm-hmm. Everything was approved by the people that needed to approve them, by each of the teams, by the league, <clears throat> signed on the dotted line. Then we announced them. And Mr. What the fuck is his name? John Robinson takes it to the timeline. You know, replies to our tweet going, Twitter. 
when you don't or something about how like when you don't have the rights or when you only have the rights to the actual logo and not this but you want to use the hundred thieves branding and it pissed me off you know bad um one because that was my favorite hoodie that i had made um i thought it was a really good idea to work the hundred thieves script into it but it's saying la instead mm-hmm. um and then it got cleared you know i had to make a lot of compromises on those hoodies already and that was one like when it got approved i was like yes like this is the one people want this is everybody's favorite this is going to be sick and then we had to change it a week before release and it just i don't know man it pissed me off because it made us look bad mm-hmm. just because then you have people replying to his like oh well obviously it wasn't approved because we came back at him and we we're like these have been approved by all of the teams and the league um and then you have the kids in the cut co- they'll you know i'm gonna call them kids because that's that's what they are and the replies going like, well, obviously he didn't approve it if he's getting mad about it now. And it's like, yeah, the CEO didn't approve a merch collaboration. Like, that's not how companies work. It's not his job. <laughs> you know, but it was approved. So can we quit acting like, you know, we were the bad guys and we did it without asking? Mm-hmm. That, 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 it, but yeah, it, it irked me. Like he, I, yeah, we have beef. Was there any <laughs> other, was there any other, I mean, obviously the their community maybe, but was there any other backlash behind that, or was it just that and that was it? And it was it was just that. Yeah. I mean, unless you want to, I mean, for that specific issue, mm-hmm. um, people were lighting me. I blocked probably eighty people, like during the release of those hoodies, just because I didn't want to see shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially when CDL Intel was tweeting it out. Um, those dudes were mean. <laughs> people on Twitter are mean, man. Um, Gets clicks. It does. Gets engagement, unfortunately. It does, but, uh, you know, I just mute them, block them, move on with my day. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm happy with them. I know the people that whose opinions matter to me like them. So, you know, what do I have to complain about exactly. or be upset about? Yeah, exactly. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, because I was, I was, Isaac and I were talking about it, and he's like, He's like, yeah, did you see the patchwork stuff that came out? And I was like, no. So it, I went to it. He's like, yeah, this original mock-up was different than what's on the website. And I was like, hmm, I wonder why. And 